Oh, we're missing our fearless host here. Hopefully, he arrives soon. What's going on? Um, something's happening. What is this? What in the world? Who says he can't have fun at your job? The hockey boy Kosaki for giving me the grand intro. There we go. Welcome to the Essential Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 53, powered by the Eastern Observer. You can taste the power, boys. There we go. There's Hockey Mike Masaki parking his uh, the beautiful Zamboni here in parts unknown on beautiful Long Island, New York. Uh, you can kind of you know connect all the dots here where I actually am. Um, we're going to have a great show with us today, boys. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll <laughs> we are ready for some playoff hockey here, boys. Joining us on the lower part of the screen, as always, the first ever PWB champion, the living legend, John the County. John, how are things today? Good. Having a good day. Apparently you are as well. Glad to be along for the ride. Yeah, that was, that was a fun ride. Uh, John Smith, we watched more last night. Can't wait to, to talk to you about that. We had some fun uh, jokes galore. <laughs> yeah, man, that was good times. I'm just uh, – I'm not used to being on bottom, so this is a weird situation for me right now. <laughs> there you go. It's, well, when you're uh, you know, the top party, you actually you'll see later on, he was last year's WWE Pick'em Champion. Uh, from MinnesotaBellTime.com, uh, Ryan Joy, you're going to spend the entire show with us, pal. we got a lot, a lot of picks. We're going to talk blood and guts, and uh, my, screw it. We'll just keep you on. You know, I had an energy drink right before the show. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. right well, Gary Mahiffey, unfortunately, cannot be with us today. He is a little bit under the weather. Um, overseas in Belfast. <laughs> Watch that. <laughs> Damn it, Gary. Gary's just butthurt over the Devlin sucks GIF or JPEG that I included in our uh, in our group email last week. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, producer Joe McMahon, he likes to set up here, Joe. Thank you for tuning in. Love it when you watch my, uh, live, pal. Hope we do you proud. On today's episode, we have new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, we have Kenny Williams. He had a big win uh, over his former tag team partner. He gets to say... Uh, maybe we can come up with some uh, philosophies and theories of where Amir Jordan is going to go. We make our picks for this week's upcoming shows, which, as always, you will see the statistics and the graphics presented by MinutesToBellTime.com and Ryan Joy up in the top corner right there. And these picks are always sponsored by ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And, guys, she'll like it, too. <laughs> Okay. Oh, James Wheeler's uh, James Wheeler's coming in hot. James, we'll get to you. We see you, pal. We'll let's we'll, we'll bring you in when it's ready. We're gonna main yeah. event the show with making our picks for uh, a huge weekend in wrestling. We have Saturday night. We have Impact with Under Siege. Sunday we have WrestleMania Backlash. We're gonna make all of our picks and wild, wacky predictions on that. But we're gonna current shirt the show uh, with the point value show from last Wednesday night. 
um, into blood and guts. So uh, we'll just get into it, right? Uh, somebody, I don't mention any names, completely nailed the hammer on the head here. Call the coming of my the way. But Ryan Joy, uh, I know they're getting a little bit of slack here with the finish, but just the match was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, what, what are your things here as a senior AEW correspondent? You know, I really did like it. I, I, I agree with you. Unfortunately, AEW's had a couple of really bad finishes lately, but um, but in general, when I put it out to everybody on you know Facebook and ever everybody, they all agree. They said great match, weak finish, but, which is hard to say when you have somebody getting thrown off a cage. But you know, yeah. it's still still a uh, very good. I liked the format and everything. Uh, it built well, and ultimately ended up on top of the cage. And MJF threatened to throw Jericho off, and when he did that, Sammy Guevara said, "Okay, we we surrender," and that's how you get the inner circle to surrender. And then ah. Jericho threw him off the cage. Ah. <laughs> ah. Throw him anyway. <laughs> Rick Flair War Games impersonation for uh, John's brother Chris right there. So apparently uh, it was announced uh, right before, Ryan, right before we went on air, they're going to be having uh, their celebration. Uh, Pinnacle's going to be having their celebration tomorrow night on uh, off the, uh, on Dynamite. Dynamite. Excuse me, sorry, yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah, it'll be their coronation, the Pinnacle coronation, which to me just says somebody from Inner Circle is going to come out and we're going to set up the next angle, right? Like this is yep. – we, we knew going into War Games or Blood and Guts that this was the starting point, not the end point. So we're going to see what comes next. Maybe it'll be Wardlow Hager too. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of possibilities, especially with uh, Double or Nothing uh, pretty much right around the corner. I think we're only about two weeks away, three weeks away, somewhere in that area. Um, speaking of which, Cody Rhodes, uh, he's got big plans. I guess he's going to announce his plans for Double or Nothing. Uh, let me do, do. So uh, he actually had a match. It's retirement. Got, I'm sorry, what was that, John? I said hopefully it's <laughs> retirement. <laughs> uh, he had a match with QT Marshall. He got the win, but then he got punched uh, again by Anthony Agogo. So I'm assuming that uh, these plans maybe have something to do with Anthony. Um, that's a couple times now where uh, he's gotten a couple punches in on either Cody or a member of the uh, the Nightmare family. Now, my big question here is when we finally see Anthony, I know he's been in the ring once, but it's going to be a big pay-per-view. If he's going to have dancers with him, can we call them the Go-Go Girls? I think go -go so. Go-Go Dancers? Go-Go Dancers? Go-Go Dancers. Yeah, we have to. It makes complete sense. Um, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, they jumped Darby Alley or Darby Allen. Uh, I'm sorry, they got jumped by Darby. Darby tried to catch him while they weren't paying attention. He ended up getting his ass whooped because of it. That didn't turn out well for Darby at all. Um, and unfortunately, boys, uh, we're going to pick our first match here right off the bat. It is going to get a lot worse for our TNT champion, as Miro has said that he has the next shot and it is going to be tomorrow night uh on dynamite i uh you know matt hardy's one thing uh the the, the dark order is uh, another thing you know jungle boy is another thing this is a completely different animal john DeCani, and i do not like the champion's chances here game over I'm taking Miro. All right, John Smith, it's any chance at all here? Like, there's some kind of scenario. 
Um, it, who's his best friend? Sabian or whatever. If out, yeah, yeah, and he's out, out, like out, Andrew. out, out, like because he come out with a cast on and, and and hit him maybe or something. But that's the only way Miro loses. I mean, if they have Darby Allen beat Miro clean, that's just a complete burial of Miro. He's he's been such a slow, slow build to him actually getting a shot at something. He needs to win this. He needs to get what he's what he's there for. He's been there for almost a year now. Yeah, and Ryan, I just happened to check my calendar. I know he's not in WWE anymore, but tomorrow is actually Rusev Day. He is actually getting a championship match on Rusev Day. It's funny how these things work out. It is funny how these things work out, and I do think I agree with all of you. I think we are going to find out what happens when the man who doesn't mind dying meets the man who doesn't mind killing him. I think uh, I think Miro is going to take this match, although. I, just to, to play off what John was saying, I don't think it's a complete burial if he loses to Darby. They're both undefeated. They're one of them. It has to get beat. So if it ends up being, uh, you know, the Darby comes out on top, I think we'll be able to we'll live. I, I see. I, I don't know. I'm with John Smith on that one. <laughs> if it was like Lance Archer or Brian Cage, yeah, that's not going to bury Miro at all. If it's this little scrawny jackass skateboarder kid that likes turtles. If he's the one that gets over on me, that is that's tough to come back from. So I, it's gonna take a lot to think. I think Darby's gonna shine on it. I think it's gonna take. And we've seen it. What Matt Hardy put Darby Allen through was completely hell, and Darby kicked out at two every single time. I think Miro's is gonna be. It's gonna be a thousand times worse. Rest but stop. Uh, I guess we'll see. Um, there was a tag team match that opened up the show. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston they defeated Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa. Um, then they got their asses kicked post-match by the Bullet Club. So, again, Moxley and Kingston, uh, they got the win, but then uh, they got they got the jumped and done and done. So, uh, Moxley, uh, he's got a huge uh, championship match. He's actually defending his uh, IWGP United States Championship um, against Blue Thunder, Ryan Joy. So, we're going into Euro Travis's neck of the woods here. The Forbidden Door is open. And uh, Blue Thunder, Yuji Nagata, is coming through. And I believe the quote from Moxie was, uh, Moxley, once that bell rings, I got no respect for anybody. Yeah, it's Blue Justice. But, oh, there you go. But, <laughs> but I expect this match to be the two guys standing in the middle of the ring and throwing forearms at each other. If they try to do anything else with Nagata, he's an older guy. I don't think he's – you're not going to see drop kicks and – Hurricane Ranas and stuff like that from Yuji Nagata. It's going to be standing in the middle of the ring. They're going to punch. They're going to kick. They're going to clothesline. And that's going to be the match. And uh, when it's all said and done, there will also be a DDT. Moxley is going to retain. All right. Uh, John Smith, apparently, I, I, Blue Justice, I apologize. I mean, I, I know exactly who Yuji Nagata is. I was trying to sound like I knew what I was talking about here. That was good. You're allowed to correct me. Just don't correct me on my Spanish because those are supposed to be funny. John Smith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the high joke. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Good luck. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Good luck. Good luck. We've never had a, a non-American U.S. champion, right? Is that what I heard you say on your show this morning, Ryan? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, it's there's never been an uh, – Japanese, Japanese United States champion. Jay White is from oh. New Zealand and you know. 
But. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't. I feel like if they were going to do that, they would do that in Japan. So I, you know, I got Moxley mostly because of that reason. John DeConi. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Moxley as well. And uh, as Ryan has, you know, hinted at uh, in the past on his show, and I think even last week on this show, I hope that it it draws out uh, the belt collector, and maybe he jumps Moxley afterwards, and maybe that leads to a match between those two for that belt because he could certainly use uh, an IWGP title to add to He's already world. beaten Mox once. Screw it. Might as well do it again and just keep on taking everything that Mox is worth. Beat him twice, Two right? Two times, yeah. Yeah, and then the, uh, yeah, the one time that Mox had beat him, it was, it was non-sanctioned, right? Unsanctioned? Yeah, you won't find that there at all. No, that doesn't count. Doesn't count Dude, Kenny's 2-0 and against Moxley, right? Oh, never happened. <laughs> That's why Britt Baker's getting the match against uh, against Sheeta because that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can. I, we'll just get that right now. I blinked and completely missed Britt Baker's match. So apparently the dentist won in quick fashion, and they announced her as we all were all finally we're gonna get it. So um, in the next two weeks or so, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into Sheeta and Britt Baker. So we'll uh, put that on pause for now. Um, SCU, they got the job done as we all expected. They got the job done in that fatal four way match against Jurassic Express, the Varsity Blondes, and the Acclaimed. Um, they got uh, the BME into a tombstone. Very nice uh, finishing maneuver right there by SCU. Um, the little thing that we got uh, you know, the swerve on, they're actually going to get their tag team championship match tomorrow night, not at double or nothing. So here's uh, the championship match number two. And I think this is. There's a lot of championship match coming up this week between the two pay-per-views and NXT and now Dynamite. Um, so John Smith, uh, the Bucks are defending against SCU. Um, if SCU loses, they're splitting. So I, I I can't see them having two title changes on the same Dynamite, especially so close to a pay-per-view. I feel like something might happen where this match doesn't go off. Or it's uh, you know a double count out, double disqualification. There's interference, some something where it has to be, it has to happen again at double or nothing. And you know, I don't think they're winning the belts, but I also don't think they're splitting up as a team yet. I think they're going to get the shot at the at the pay per view. Yeah, John McConney, I was uh, just hell bent last week that if you, if Christopher Daniels, and this is not a career threatening match. We're just assuming that they're doing this because you know, I mean, just put it in, there. We go. We don't know for a fact that Christopher Daniels wants to retire. We heard rumors or whatever at the beginning where he signed with AEW that he was playing the retirement, but he came out to help, you know, Cody and the Bucks and his company get started. We're assuming that they're put this together because that's what Christopher Daniels wants to do because he's been wrestling for about 50 years now, it seems like. So um, it does not mean the end of Daniels, but you kind of think that if it was, they would put it a double or nothing. Yeah, which is why, you know, the, thank God points are not on the line here. I'm going to go with SCU. Uh, even if it's, you know, they take them and then lose them two and a half weeks later right back at the pay-per-view, I think the, the pay-per-view is uh, the real send-off. So uh, give me SCU here. Uh, I don't necessarily feel confident about it, but I think we'll see them another day, and it, therefore it makes sense that they would win here. All right. Brian Joy. Well, all I can say is I picked the Bucks on my show when we talked about it yesterday, Al. But I'm gonna pick SCU tonight. That way, I, you know, I'm covered either way. There you go. <laughs> no gonna, yeah, exactly. Your loyal viewers, like, oh my God, Ryan's a genius. But then my guys, oh, that guy's dumb. Um, 
Yeah, I, I got the Bucks too. I actually, you know what? I know I, I said that. No, I said this yesterday. I'm actually I'm saying SCU too. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, like I said, if, if Christopher Daniels is going down, I am going down with him. So, uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, get the job done, guys. Let's go. Don't you mean on him? Does SCU split, or should Christopher Daniels revert back to his fallen angel? There's the answer too. They, I mean, that's yeah, maybe you know, throw a mask on that guy and he can stick around. Yeah, he can be <laughs> Curry Man again. Bring back Curry Man for a couple months. He's hot. And he's spicy. He's great. Um, and then they uh, they did an interview with Kenny Omega right before Blood and Guts. Um, they announced that uh, this match will take place. It is Pac and Orange Cassidy. Apparently, these are the two guys who will compete in a number one contenders match. The winner will get Kenny Omega at double or nothing for the AEW Championship. Um, it started off, and Kenny just, yeah, okay, yo, Pac, we've had uh, words before, this, that, and the other thing. And then here comes Orange Cassidy, and you feel like, you know, I said it a couple times, and we all got, you know, the wool pulled over our eyes with Brian Cage and Hangman Page. We all picked Page because we thought, you know, that's where the script is going. That's what the story is. But Cage is the better wrestler, so therefore Cage won. So now they've had the match. Pac kicked his ass a couple about a year ago. In Orange Cassidy's first match, about a year, year and a half ago, Pac killed him. And now the story, again, is is going towards Orange Cassidy, Ryan Joy. So I think it's a swerve. I, I mean, I think, you know, they set us all up to want the Omega-Orange match. And I think we're going to get the Pac-Omega match. And we're not going to be disappointed in that. And then long term, we will get, eventually get Omega and Orange. So I'm going to go with Pac. I, I'm going to go Pac, too. Just like I said, AEW, the, the better wrestler wins. I'd say about 99 times out of 100. And that one time, John Smith, is usually Cody, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you got in this match, John? Oh, um, I'm I'm sticking with uh, I think they're not swerving us. I think they're giving us Orange and, and Omega at the pay-per-view. All right, John DeConnie. I, I, I'm going to go with Pac because I just I, I don't see how Orange gets the victory here unless, you know, it's one of those things where Kenny decides now that because he got in his face, the two of them went nose to nose, that he wants Orange and he somehow screws over Pac to get Orange the victory. Therefore, we can still have him versus Pac down the line, but we get Orange Cassidy at the pay-per-view. But yeah, I'm often told that I overthink these things way too much. So as far as a straight-up pick, I'll go with Pac. Okay, so now here's the thing. This is another thing. It's like, it's like Pac. Ryan, we had a conversation because I, I revamped the scoring for ProWrestlingPick'em.com. I want it, you know, the, the, the biggest like, – I want I want WrestleMania has the huge points. Bound for Glory gets the huge points. Take over WrestleMania – but Ryan, what was what is AEW's big show? And we all agreed, or the two of us agreed, it was double or nothing. So now, if, if this is true, and this is the biggest show of the calendar year, you want Kenny Omega, you want Orange Cassidy, or do you want Pac? Like, that's another thing that maybe we have to think about real quick. Does anyone want to change their pick with that philosophy? Yeah, I mean, I'd still like Kenny Omega and Pac. The only thing I, only thing I will say to give – you know, some credit to anybody thinking Orange Cassidy is that, you know, when they have their first show back with fans this year with, with in a full, a full capacity pay-per-view with fans, whatever show that is, that's going to be the biggest show this year. 
Yeah. Then they'll get back on the double or nothing train. Okay. So uh, going you know, the one thing I love about AEW, the one thing I think everybody loves about AEW, the, the competition, and it's you never know who's gonna win. <laughs> wow! Who did Travis pick wrong? Oh, he picked who did he pick wrong? Travis went with QT Marshall. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have that conversation. He picked QT Marshall. Tyler picked the question mark. Tyler. I tried to explain to him that it's not it's not CM Punk. It's in action. He's like, I'm, I'm not betting against question marks. So he lost a couple too. But yeah, so you get a pay-per-view. Perfect pay-per-view. You get a perfect pay-per-view. You get a perfect pay-per-view. There we go. So we all nailed uh, Blood and Guts going in. You know, double or nothing going to be a lot tougher uh, to pick, I'm going to assume. But uh, So we are going to switch from uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite to their former arch rivals who now own the night tonight. Uh, NXT. Um, like I said, we got some championship matches to pick from coming up. Uh, there we go. So we got, you know, first a uh, couple things that we'll, we'll bring up, um, John DeConi, before we get to the, 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 the tag team title change, a couple of things to set it up. So Casey Cardenzaro and Caden Carter, uh, Jersey Strong, Casey, uh, they are, they are, they're done with team shot. They want the, the tag team championships. And then here comes... Frankie Monet with that pit bull rat. You see the foam dripping out of that dog's mouth. It's real. It's truly disgusting how that dog is allowed in that arena. Um, but you know, they're like, "Oh my God, Casey and Caden, you're so cute," or whatever. Just like she's been doing with everybody. Uh, meanwhile, Candice LeRae, she hid this drawing that Dexter did of Indy Harwell. Hid that, and I guess Dexter was peeking in the women's locker room too. You pervert. Hello, you know that's not right. So Candice closed the blinds on him. Uh, so they're trying to keep, you know, Indy focused on uh, the tag team championship. So that's where they're at. Now, going back to Frankie Monet, I guess before uh, the champs, Shopper Moonheart, were going to hop in the tank <laughs> to, you know, roll down the aisle, uh, the dog uh, the dog dumped out in the seat. And I don't know. Apparently, if you guys want, I didn't see it. I didn't whatever. But if you guys if you want to see a picture of this, I am short Shotzi Blackheart. We'll be selling pictures of it on the internet for five bucks. <laughs> uh, for anybody that wants to see the dump that this dog took uh, in the tank. Uh, Shotzi's good like that. Uh, but then uh, John the County, the match started. Oh, dear God. Yeah, the, this, this match was a bad joke. <laughs> I did not think you were going to go back to the archival footage. Bravo, sir. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this, this match was insane. These women put on a match that, like, I, I mean, I popped for this match more time, almost as many times probably as that uh, Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa match. I mean, some of the spots here. They were setting up a, a chair pyramid outside the ring, and they had Indy propped up on it. I don't even want to know what was going to happen there, yeah. but luckily Candace saved her with the fire extinguisher there. Uh, Shotzi did a senton onto Candace, who was laid out on a ladder from the top turnbuckle through the ladder to the floor. Uh, then Ember back in the ring grabs in, gives her an Alabama slam into the table in the corner, the tape, the table breaks like six inches up from the bottom, so her back and the back of uh, Indy's head took that full impact into it. Uh, 
that later Indy would hold Shotzi on a ladder that she she had one half of it. It was bridged to the middle rope. Candice hit a, a, a moonsault. Uh, Indy hit a double-A spine buster, double-A style spine buster, a vicious spine buster on Ember onto the like what looked like the last couple of inches of the ladder. Ember had to be in, oh, my God. I, I can't imagine, you know, she probably spent two hours in the shower trying to loosen up her back after that. It just was nuts. And in the end here, uh, Indy would hit her pretty savage elbow to Ember, threw a table to the floor outside, clearing her out of the way, which allowed uh, Candace to hit Shotzi with a pair of brass knucks, and then the wicked stepsister onto a chair, and we got new tag team champs. And finally, finally, Mrs. Gargano and Indy Wrestling, they've got some gold. And Johnny missed it because he hightailed it out of there about 15 minutes before the match. What the hell? Yeah, he, he had to bounce. He said he had to go prepare for the celebration party. We'll get to the real reason why he left in a little bit. Uh, he did a boo-boo, and he decided to run. Uh, yeah, absolutely great match. They are now the third tag team champions in history, and this title's very short uh, lineage. It's only been around for two months, has three champions. So uh, lots of fun, and is a Candice and Indy deserve it. Now, the, you know, the way, uh, you know, there's one part missing, and we will get into him. In a little bit. Uh, Ryan, uh, the show opened with a false count anywhere in this blood feud between Leon Roth and Isaiah Swerve Scott that just seems to just keep going and going and going, and nobody is complaining uh, because it has all been awesome. This was the next step in the process, and now we have more participants. Yeah, and I think it's a lot like Blood and Guts where people thought this is the end point, right? Where the last man, or, uh, you know, Falls kind of anywhere. I mean, it's a big gimmick match. It's going to be the end. No, it's not. It doesn't appear that it is over. And Leon Ruff wants more. But the uh, the match kind of, you know, John just broke down that tag match. This match opened the show. I really was really, really high on this card from NXT last week. I, I was beginning to think, oh, man, this is like a takeover-worthy card almost. Yeah. By the time you got through watching some of these matches, very, very good. And this match, it concludes with Leon Ruff just – looking around for something to jump off. And so he climbs up, he's up there, he's ready to jump down onto Swerve. And then he, out comes the guy from WWE Most Wanted Treasures. This guy's been looking for Socko and Kane's mask and stuff. And he just walks out there. He's not doing anything. And Leon takes a jump on him. And so <laughs> Kane's mask guy grabs him and does the Ushigoroshi on the barrier. And Isaiah Swerve Scott <laughs> takes takes advantage, throws him in, JML driver, pinfall victory in the middle of the ring. I False count. Yeah. In, oh, false count anywhere, but we'll finish it in the ring. Make sure we get him in the ring. I was actually going to add, the, the Elias First Bureau of Sports Entertainment, when was the last time a false count anywhere match ended in the ring? I, I don't know, but I think it does happen a <laughs> few more than the. I, 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 uh, I can't recall any, so that's that's, that's uh, AJ Francis is the name of the guy that uh, that Leon Ruff jumped onto, and now apparently he is part of Swerve's entourage. entourage. Yes. So to be considered, so Swerve's got a click. Good for him. Yep. Um, there's a you go from a guy who just formed a click for a guy who's been out on his own, John Smith. Cameron Grimes, he had a match, he defeated in action. Uh yeah, he's doing doing taking money, you know, to the moon. Uh but this time, you know, he, he wanted to celebrate. He wanted to go to the VIP room. 
Yeah, he had a, a nice little um, squash of a guy named Asher Hale, a.k.a. In Action. And then afterwards, he wanted to celebrate. He already anticipated his victory by uh, renting out a booth at the uh, at one of the, the major clubs in the area. And when he got there, his name wasn't on the list. But then a limo pulls up with a big dollar sign on it. And out comes his arch nemesis. Damn you, Ted DiBiase! <laughs> he bought the whole freaking club out for the night. So Cameron Grimes' money was no good there. <laughs> lesson learned. Hey, kid, here's a lesson for you. Why rent a booth when you can buy the whole club? <laughs> oh, it's so good. I wonder what the lesson's going to be tonight for young uh, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Uh, in tag team action, not so grizzled young, uh, grizzled, not so young veterans defeated grizzled young veterans. Um, after Chompa distracted the ref and Thatcher to Gibson with Barrett's shoe, which somehow fell off during the match from the announce table, Barrett lost the shoe somehow. Uh, Thatcher got it, you know, he hit Gibson's shoes off and he hit him with a shoe that was off, and it was very poetic right there. Timothy Thatcher doing. His research, his research that he said that he was doing the tape watching on Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, they both, uh, this feud started because both of them won a tag team title match against MSK. Um, MSK is in action uh, tonight. They will be going against Brizongo. Ryan, I believe you said this was non-title. Non-title. Um, yeah, so it's uh, going to be Brizongo, I guess, first. Maybe they, if they win, they get a shot. I don't know if I want to call this a tag team eliminator. But uh, who do you got in this one? MSK, MSK all the way, and then they're going to have a little setup for the Champa Thatcher match afterwards. Yeah, and announced uh, they announced this afternoon on June thirteenth, uh, June thirteenth, Sunday night, uh, John Smith, that in your house two takeover in your house two uh, will be taking place. So think they can stretch this uh, Champa and Thatcher against MSK until then. Uh, yeah, probably. Um. I, so I don't know why, but I'm picking Fandango on this one or Breezango on this one because it's it is non-title and I know it's NXT. I know usually you know Vince is the one that you know makes the, the champions lose in the non in the non-title matches, but you know I got I got Breezango on this one. Okay, so Breezango wins, and then Grizzly Young Veterans never seem to go away, and Chompa Thatcher they just got the win. Are we looking at a fatal four-way at in your house, John Nakani? We got a month for that though. Yeah, sure. Sign me up for that. Uh, I, I'm going to pick MSK here, but I would not be upset in the least if it goes the way Smith says and, uh, you know, winds up, like you said, in a fatal four-way. Give me more. Right. Yeah, I, I, think MSK, I think MSK is going to get their ass kicked tonight by Grizzled Young Veterans. That's kind of how I'm going <laughs> to And like I said, Legato's in this mix too, so they want MSK just as well. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. They got the pins against MSK, right, and that's six-man tag, so they they're, they they're probably in this conversation as well. Uh, Walter via video had a pep talk with Imperium. Uh, he was speaking in his country's native language, uh, which apparently with uh, Ryan Joy we talked about. Austria has many languages. Uh, we believe he was speaking German. The only word I caught out of it was incompetence. incompetence. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, that's, uh, whatever he said, though, Alexander Wolf was not happy with it, got up, walked away. Then this match was signed. Uh, Ryan Joy, it was supposed to be Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. Finally, as sanity explodes, um, it's not to taking place. Uh, I guess we just found out before we went on air. 
Yeah, NXT's YouTube or WWE's YouTube channel or whatever. Uh, Alexander Wolf went in to see the doc, and the doc said he's not cleared. He walks out. He gives the news to uh, his boys from Imperium, and the uh, Eichner and Bartel they inquire with medical, and it find, turns out that uh, Wolf has a stomach bug, and so he'll be out for at least seven days. So they so don't. Maybe, a little questioning it a little bit though. Yeah, so maybe Eichner or or Bartel will will step up. Uh, so let's just play fantasy matchmaker here, John Smith. You got one half of Imperium against Killian Dane with probably Drake Maverick and Rinside. Um, I'm going with the half of Imperium to win that one, and for by some sort of interference by the other half of Imperium. Okay, John Connie. Uh, give me Killian Dane so that uh, the whichever half of Imperium it is, they get to go back to uh, Alexander Wolf and bitch about you know I got you know, damn it we took a loss now because you couldn't you didn't step up tonight and blah 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 and a little more internal turmoil there in Imperium. Yep, I, I like that theory. There you go. I'm gonna go with Killian Dane as well with that theory. Right, enjoy. Well, I think one half of one half of Imperium is still half as big as half again, bigger than Drake Maverick. So I'm going with the half of half of Imperium. So you're saying he has 166 and a third percent chance of winning this match. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, the warrior of the high Joe, Saray, she uh, had a match. She beat Zayna Ramir. Well, uh, I think officially after last week, I believe she lost her inaction name tag. She's got music. She has a graphic. Uh, we all know her name now after her victory over Tony Storm. Um, uh, Saray got an overhead side suplex for the win. Uh, Post match, uh, they were backstage. Tony Storm, you can see walking. She was on a mission and she was cut off by Zoe Stark uh, on her way to probably just beat the crap out of Zayda Ramirez. <laughs> what happened last week? Uh, so she got intercepted, and then Tony Storm shot a promo. And the reason, I mean, I'm not going to say about the promo. It was a very late 80s, early 90s look to it because she had, like, the, the, the name graphic behind her. You know, like Hulk Hogan had the big Hulkamania, you know, behind him or the warrior mask. or the Tony Storm had her name, like, huge. Like, it was a very, very uh, golden era, uh, I guess, feel to it. Um so she just basically said that she brought Zoe Stark into this business, and now she's going to take her out. I believe Bill Cosby said that, right, Sean? I believe so. <laughs> L.A. Knight defeated Jake Atlas. I'm sorry, L.A. Knight defeated Jake Atlas with the BFT. And then we go right back to the way. And we're going to continue the story because now Johnny has the North American Championship. His beautiful bride has the, the tag team championships with indie wrestling. There's one piece left of the puzzle that everybody joked about. And you guys joked about during the takeover, stained and deliver picks that you wanted to see Austin Theory go after Karrion Cross. So Gargano and Theory, they interrupted Regal's meeting with Scarlett. I guess Scarlett was having to sit down with the commish. The and, real, uh, by the way. What's that? The real, by the way. I was admiring Scarlett's huge um, kneel, uh, nails. And yes, John, they are real and they are spectacular. <laughs> uh, and of course, Karen Cross found out about it. So now Cross is pissed. Cross is in the ring. Uh, and then here's the bleep show begin. Kyle O'Reilly came out. Pete Dunn came out. Finn Balor came out. 
Cross took care of all three of them. Um, because all of them wanted to touch the caustic, and then all of a sudden, here comes Johnny and Austin, because Regal booked uh, a match with Austin Theory against uh and Cross. So Johnny and Austin, when we thought the in-ring promo and everything was done with Balor, O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne, here comes Gargano and Theory, and they jumped and they got it over on the champ, and they ran and hightailed it out of there, like we said earlier in the segment. So, um. Does Theory get the win? Can we get a championship match? Take over in your house. Can we stretch Karrion Cross and Austin Theory for a month, John Smith? No. <laughs> I I think I think Karrion Cross might stretch him for a month, maybe. <laughs> See, this is gonna be a very you know what? It might not be quick, actually. He might take his time, but I think it's gonna be hugely lopsided. And obviously, Karrion Cross takes the victory. Okay. Uh, Brian Joy. It must be nice to be as dumb as Austin Theory. I know. <laughs> going into this match and you know, not realizing what you're doing. But he's going he's gonna to be – I don't know if he's going to tap out or get pinned. Cross jacket or those Saito suplexes. I'm not sure which. But no, he's, he's, also got that running, he's got that running Lex Luger forearm in the back of the head, John. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think this one will be on the short side. Uh, like, you know, like John said, unless he decides he just wants to torture him. So he makes it, you know, I, I would put the over under at about 90 seconds if it wasn't for the fact that Karrion Cross might just decide he's going to just beat him until he dies. But uh, yeah, I think Cross did. <laughs> just for complimenting a wife's nails. I'm sorry, Ryan Joy. What was that? I think I think this puts Gargano in the title picture, though, the world title or the NXT championship picture. That's, yeah, that's potential. And then we have like six guys going after Karrion Cross right now to throw Gargano mm-hmm. in the mix. So, uh, Ryan Jordan, who's also broke right before the show started, Kyle O'Reilly. We mentioned his name. He's going to be going against Tony Lorcan. Uh, I like this matchup a lot. Yeah, I think it'll be a great match. I think Kyle O'Reilly will win it. I don't think there's. I, I'm not questioning that. Maybe these other guys will have a different opinion, but. I think Kyle's going to be the winner, but I think it's going to be a hard-hitting, fun match. All right. John Smith, what do you got? Hey, don't forget that Oni Lorcan beat Karrion Cross and Finn Balor in a handicap match. <laughs> He'll always have that. And both of those guys have beaten um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Right. But Kyle O'Reilly wins, of course. Okay, gotcha. It's going to be a fun match. Exactly. If A equals B and B equals C, why wouldn't A equals C, John McConnell? Because it's wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> that, that wrestling math. It's not necessarily the Steiner math, but the wrestling math can get pretty complicated yep. too. Uh, but yeah, give me cool Kyle on this one. Okay. And then we have two huge championship matches set for tonight. Uh, the first one, Logano, Del Fantasma, their in-ring promo. They want title matches. Kushida, uh, Kushida popped up on the Titantron. Saying Escobar crossed the line, and that was a mistake. So here we go. Two out of three falls tonight, gentlemen. A match that's too big for just one fall. Kushida defending defending Cruiserweight Champion against the leader of the uh, Legato del Fantasma. John Smith, you are the Legato del Fantasma uh, fan club presidente. Who do you got on this one? Uh, I'd love to see Santos win, but then I don't want to see him just holding on to that cruiserweight title again. 
because I want him moving up. Like I've been saying for months, you know, same old song from me, but uh, I, you know, the way this will end is by having, you know, Santos get the first fall and then Kushida get the other two, you know, that way Santos could say he would have won if it was one-on-one, but he didn't actually win the match. And then he can roll forward into his next program. That's the way I see it going. What do you think about this triple threat match, John Smith? <laughs> triple threat. <laughs> well, if, if Seth Rollins wasn't involved, I'd be into it. Uh, who did I get? Uh, I'm sorry, John DeCon. Who do you got in the, the two out of three falls here? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Kushida retains. I think it, you know, it'll obviously it'll go all three falls. It'll be back and forth. It'll be very highly contested. But I think Kushida uh, finds his way through. Ryan Joy. I think we need 25 minutes for this match. I don't want to see a 12 match, a 12 minute three fall match. I want 25 minutes here. I think Kushida's going to eat a pin. Escobar is going to get disqualified, and then Escobar will tap out to the hoverboard lock to give Kushida two out of the three falls. All right. Make sure you write all that down. We will give you 100% props if you nail that correctly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Kushida on this one. Yeah, two to one sounds right. Going to another going to be. Absolutely incredible. Nothing that you, you know hasn't been said before about these two. So I just got Kushida. I'm going to ride the Kushida wave for the time being. Um, and then the NXT Women's Championship will be on the line as well. These two um, have been at it. They had a one of those dual screen promos where they just talked a bunch of crap to each other. Uh, last time we saw these two in person with each other, Raquel kind of beat Mercedes down in a very bad way. So uh, she proved her dominance. So... I would say she is the favorite going into this, John DeCani. Uh Who do you got? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's you know I think Raquel's going to have a, a decent sized run here, so it's way too early for her to lose to Mercedes here. But I think these two will beat the living hell out of each other for uh, a good portion of time. So I'm really looking forward to the match, but I do think Raquel retains. All right, John. Too early for Dakota to turn, correct? Yeah, definitely too early for that. You know, Raquel wins this one. I, I didn't like their promos last week, though. I think I fe- they felt way too scripted. Felt like, uh, like Roman Reigns at the beginning of his uh, his title reigns, where like he, you could just tell that he re- that the lines were rehearsed. You know, yeah. Ryan Joy. I agree with John. I don't John Smith. I don't really like those ones where they they have like a Zoom call. I, I think that's silly. <laughs> They're clearly like on the other side of the wall from each other. But uh, in any event, uh, yeah, Raquel retains. We'll also ride the Raquel wave out of here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm on the Raquel wave too. I think there was one time, I think it was Sasha and somebody, maybe Carmella. Sasha, you know, God, I forget what it was. She, she pulled up and then chased her down the other side of the arena and chased her down the, on the other side of the – you just see her come on the other side of the promo and just attack whoever she was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I got Raquel Gonzalez as well. Um, John and John, we are going to give you guys a small break here. Uh, Ryan and I got – Ryan's going to sub in for Gary today for the U.K. So if you just give me a quick second, we're just going to talk some U.K. Uh, we'll try to uh, not you know butcher Gary's accent uh, too badly, but I'm sure it'll be splendid. I'm sure it'll be superb. Um, I wish you would have gave me a few seconds to go, go get a pump in here before you know, so I could do Gary proud. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, like I said in the headlines, Kenny Williams got the job done. He crotched uh, Amir Jordan on the exposed turnbuckle and then followed it up with, I guess, it was. I think EC3 used to call that the one percenter, if I remember correctly. 
Uh, the reverse yes. DDT falling forward, not falling backwards. He would fall right. forward. Um, so now Amir Jordan must leave the NXT UK, and he was pretty choked up, uh, choked up about it. He didn't want to leave ringside, and there were there were some tears flowing. There were a lot of tears flowing, and I, you know, it's fun to think about what will happen next because Kenny Williams, you know, I think he's he's getting the torch, right? He's he's the he's the guy they picked as the winner out of this group, so he's gonna go up up the ranks, I think. Obviously, Amir Jordan has to has to go to stateside, or he's gone, right? So he's either. Yeah. They're gone, gone, or he's coming stateside, and then he'll be in good company over here with, you know, with Santos Escobar and Kushida and the, and these guys as well. Or if he's on two hundred five live, I think it'll you know he'll do have good matches with Tony Nese and Arya Davari and stuff. So I think I think he's you know has to look at the bright side. Yeah, and there's a different point. They've got a whole division over here waiting for him, not to mention their own show. So yeah, two hundred five yeah. I think would be a great place for him to start now. Uh, until you know, he develops a real, you know, character, whatever to, to bring on Tuesday nights. So uh, I'll go with that. And then we talked about it yesterday on the Daily uh, Morning Wrestling News Show. Um, whether or not, you know, the, the match with Dragonov and Mastiff uh, was stopped about a minute in. I didn't see it when we talked about it yesterday. I saw it after we did it, and oh my God, he popped them. There was blood flowing. Mastiff, he couldn't continue. Like that was, and it, it, the way it was weird because it played off perfectly into what Dragon Off is now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and maybe it's because you know Gary always talks about it on here that they have those storylines done so so well, and when you have a mistake like this happen in a match, it's it's so convenient because it fits right into the story and they can run with it and they're creative and everything, and so they can they can work with it. But I'll tell you what, Mastiff took that elbow right in the face, and I hope all he has is a broken nose. I hope it's not an orbital bone or something like that. I hope it's just a broken nose because – Yeah, that was, was a swift. square shot right to the beak. And uh, you can see him like going like this the time, and then all of a sudden he just shook his head no to the referee. I think he hit him with uh, – I think it was like uh, – he just threw him over his back. Right. The match was only a minute 38, and I bet you this yeah. happened in the first 20 seconds. Yep. So they tried to you know work through some things, but they didn't get very far. Nope. Um, Rampage Brown was in the back looking for Joe Coffey. Uh, Joe wasn't there, but the other members of Gallus were. And uh, I guess Wolfie will do. So uh, I guess at some point we're going to get Rampage Brown and Wolfgang. I don't know if that was announced for next week or not, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it showed up on the card. Yeah, they didn't announce it. I, I you know, I think I think they would have, right? I, th I think they would have announced it if it was going to be this week. I don't think they would leak that match, kind of just have it. I, so I, I'm looking at that probably being the week after, but... All right. It'll be fun. Uh, Trent Seven defeated the giant Muppet uh, Saxon Huxley with the seven star Lariat. Sam Gradwell appeared on the Titan Tron uh, to try to distract Trent. Uh, to no avail, Trent got the win. Um, but yeah, you know, like I said, that we're, we're headed right towards Trent Seven and Sam Gradwell. So. Yeah, that'll be okay. I mean, I, I, I like Trent. Trent's kind of on this upward trajectory. They're trying to do something with Gradwell, though. So Trent is kind of one of those guys that usually takes an L when they're trying to push somebody else. So uh, I'd look for Gradville to win this feud. Uh, James wants to chime in. He's had a little upset that TakeOver Dublin was canceled. Yeah, I guess he's still – but that was about a year and a half ago. So, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're still uh, down about that, pal. I'm sure they're uh, – look at a UK TakeOver at some – oh, I forgot to take the comment down. We're going to TakeOver at some point. They, they've earned it. Um, yeah. uh, they did a video package for Stevie Turner. Uh, apparently Stevie Turner has now graduated – uh, from inaction status, she is now a full-fledged uh, uh, NXT UK superstar, so we're looking to see more from her. Uh, 
on the Supernova Sessions, and this is where we have some fun here. Okay, so the Supernova Sessions, Noam Dar doesn't like reruns, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I guess he didn't realize Nathan Frazier was already a guest. He was all excited for this new guest, and he realized that here comes Ben Carter. Uh, ben explained the name change. He was trying to hide wrestling from his parents, but now that he's in WWE, you can't really hide that. Um, so Shaw Samuels, uh, he doesn't like Nathan. He's not a real British wrestler. Uh, Jersey Strong, though. I'll give that to uh, Nathan Frazier. Uh, so Noam Dar challenged him to a British Rounds match to teach Ben Carter, excuse me, Nathan Frazier, uh, some you know, British style of wrestling. So we have... Uh, a guy from Scotland teaching British wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, to me, it feels like this is Frazier is kind of the guy that's on the up, right? Like he's he's going to be winning matches and stuff. So it feels like he's going to get the win here. Although knowing Dars really do, he hasn't had a lot of yes. a lot of wins. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Dar in this, but you know, common sense says it should be Frazier, but I'll pick Dar. Yeah, I, I think it's got Fraser written all over. I'm not really going to bet Noam against Noam Dar, and I'm still on board that Noam Dar is going to be the one that beats A-Kid for the, the Heritage Cup. So it's only a matter of time. So if Dar gets a rounds match win here, Makes you know, sense. he might get yep. the next shot once A-Kid and Tyler Bates matches up. I think that match is in two weeks, right? Not this Thursday, but the next Thursday. So. But, you uh, know, Sean Daniels kind of uh, – Kind of sold uh, Noam out. Noam didn't really want the match. It's kind of like yeah. a Morrison situation, you know, where uh, where Shaw sold him out. Yep. Uh, and then we have what will hopefully be the main event, the match that I've been waiting for. We have a number one contenders gauntlet match. Three of the women uh, here. We have Zaya Brookside, Isla Dawn, and Ginny. Uh, they will be joined by Danny Luna and Amelia McKenzie. And the winner gets uh, the next crack at Kaylee Ray whenever that match uh, happens. So um, I don't know, Ryan, if you actually made a pick for this on your show yesterday. Mine is pretty obvious. Um, I know Gary has one that I know he doesn't want to win. I know he's not on the Jenny train. But um, I got Zaya Brookside. I think we talked about this yesterday. We kind of think uh, Amelia McKenzie might steal the show on this one. Then maybe just come up short a little bit at the end. Yeah. And Donnie Luna too. It's tough because they've been putting a lot behind her. You know, she's just been thrust into the faction with Flash, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews. So there's a little bit of something going on here. We'll get, she's getting a little push. Um, Amelia McKenzie's brand new. So I think it's a good spotlight, like you mentioned, but I don't think she gets all the way through. Zaya Brookside, she's coming off that big feud with Nina Samuels where Nina, you know, kept everything in Zaya's house really good and clean. Zaya needs somebody else to to beat so that she can have a mate again. I think this is Zaya Brookside. I'm with you. All right. You're a smart man, Ryan. You're smart as you are handsome. There you go. All right. So that will do us with the, with the UK. Uh, Gary, feel better. We'll, we will see you next week. Uh, is that Gary is not feeling well right now. He's probably got like one of those hot bags on his head with the, the thermometer sticking out of his mouth watching the show. So, Gary – we love you. We miss you. Get better, and we'll see you next week. So we will now switch gears. We will bring John Smith and John the County back Speak on the screen. Speak for yourself there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to switch gears to Impact real quick. Uh, it's really just one match to talk about from Impact that is not under siege related. Uh, and that is Taylor Wilde. She got the win on Susan. Um, after Tennille draped Susan's throat across the middle rope, and then Taylor Wilde hit the, the German suplex. Uh, Tennille wanted the, the post-match celebratory pick. 
But uh, Taylor wanted nothing to do with it. So uh, that's not really how a tag team partner is supposed to act, John Connie. I don't like how Taylor's acting here towards a new tag team partner. Absolutely not. She wants nothing to do with uh, uh, Tennille or Caleb. But uh, I don't know. So they're going to be in each other's orbit for a while here. Whether they actually wind up tagging and they get you know they get added to this card or uh, they wind up facing each other, who knows? But uh, I'm sure we'll find out Thursday night. All right. So... Uh, a lot of matches coming up Thursday that have direct effects on the pay-per-view Saturday. So it's going to be just all one big mess, under siege mess. Uh, real quick, there was a comment earlier from Gary. We'll get this. There we go. We'll leave it up there. So there are the standings going into uh, under siege and to backlash this weekend. Uh, Gary's got a three-point lead. On John Smith, who's got a three-point lead on me, who's got about, my math is correct, six-point lead on John DeCon, he's got a six-point lead on Ryan. Um, all of us with uh, the Perfecto at Blood and Guts. Uh, Tyler and Travis down there, but, you know, they, uh, Travis is the new guy. I guess he's got to do some, uh, you know, pay some dues before he starts uh, getting some pick rights. Picks right. Here are our uh, standings for Impact. Uh, this was all from Rebellion. Uh, Gary took the early lead in the pool with this. Uh, win right here. Under Siege is an Impact Plus pay-per-view, so it's a standard scoring. It's going to be the five points for the Impact title, which is not being defended. So whatever match gets the main event uh, will be worth the five points. Uh, three points for all other title matches. One point for the non-title match. Uh, we have a couple interpromotional matches. Actually, just the one, just the six-man. We'll have an, uh, the bonus point added to it. So if that six-man tag team match between the Bullet Club Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice. If that is the main event, it would be a six-point match, thus upping the perfect pay-per-view up to six points. And the kickoff matches will not count. So Brian Myers was uh, flipping tables in anger backstage after his loss to Matt Cardona and his qualifying match. Uh, came across a table with Rosemary on it. Uh, didn't like the tarot cards that uh, Rosemary was flipping on him. And then he got run over by a charging bull. So John DeConi, as our senior impact correspondent here, uh, Brian Myers has the tough task of Black Taurus. What do you got? Yeah, uh, you know Myers just lost to Cardona. I don't want to say he's going to start a streak here, but <laughs> I'm having a. I'm having a hard time figuring out how he's going to take down Taurus. So give me Black Taurus. All right, Ryan Joy. I like Brian Myers here. I think he's going to do something underhanded. He's going to get the win here. All right, John DeConi, break. Uh, I'm sorry, John Smith, break the tie. Uh, it would make more sense that they would be giving Myers the win, so I'm going with Taurus because impact's going to impact. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I'd like to see Brian Myers win this. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the Brian Myers train on this one. I just it seems a couple times lately, Bracto Roos, he's been vulnerable. I don't mm -hmm. like it. I liked it when he was just like this the charging bull that ran him over backstage, you know, like. And then I guess with that, and I just it's just thought of this now, you know, charging bull against maybe like a goring rhino. I kind of want to see that match. Sure. Please, you know, like we've had that for Slam Anniversary, just a one on one with Taurus and Rhino. Uh, Rachel Ellering last week she defeated Kiara Hogan after a spinning boss woman slam. Shout out there, Ryan Jordy, the boss man. 
Um, this week, we actually have Tasha Seals against what they are calling the non-factor. <laughs> John McConney. Um, <laughs> Jordan Grace. <laughs> Um, and then uh, coming up on Saturday will be the Tag Team Championship rematch. Uh, here he goes. What is this? Uh, Rebellion Under Siege Backlash. Uh, Fire and Flava will be getting the rematch against the new Tag Team Champions of Jordan Grace, the Non-Factor, and the missing piece to the puzzle, Rachel Ellering. Brian Joy, who do you got? Tag Champs retain. Rachel and Jordan. Think it, think they're going to get at least one good successful test uh, title defense. Okay, John Smith. Yeah, I'll take Lazy Eye Jordan in this one. <laughs> oh, from the picture. <laughs> from the picture, yeah, not in real life. He's not here. John's gone. Yeah, give me the uh, the tag champs retaining here, and I, I think Jordan will, uh, uh, after being called a non-factor, will have some fun with uh, the. Boricua from Newark uh, tonight, or uh, excuse me, Thursday night against uh, when she goes one on one with Tasha. Yeah, they do not own the night anymore tonight, John the County. I, I got fire flavor, not betting against Jersey. I think uh, maybe to set it up, uh, yeah, the non factor will probably uh, use the Jordan driver uh, on, on Tasha Thursday. And they get fire flavor. They're, they're better as a unit. They're not, they're not singles wrestlers. They are tag team wrestlers, tag team specialists, the longest reigning knockouts tag team champions in the, the past uh, six months. Modern era. Yeah, modern era. <laughs> um, w. Morrissey did a video package. Uh, he's pissed at the fans that gave up on him when he was down, and he's pissed at the industry who gave up on him when he was down. So he is just pissed, and he built himself uh, back up by himself. So, um, so you know what? Fair points to Morrissey. We all kind of laughed him off. Oh, yeah, he couldn't take over the break, whatever. So, But he worked himself back. So all the credit in the world to W. Morrissey. And he has got Willie Mack, the greatest entrance music in professional wrestling today, John Smith. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I'd love Willie to win this, but this has – this says uh, big cast written all over it. I'll be calling him that for a while. Yeah, it's going to be uh, more, yeah, W. Morrissey. You know what? It's really weird, too, when I type his name on the computer, like on you know, my phone or whatever, when I'm talking about it, it just comes up as Morrison just because I wrote Morrison so many times. So it's going to be Johnny Drip Drip. I guess maybe we should change that. John Connie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Willie Mac. Uh, I think this one's got Morrissey written all over it. Uh, yeah, give me W. Morrissey here. Yeah, I'm with that one as well. Ryan Joy. You know, Willie Mack went like 11 and 0 in 2020. He started the year, and since then, I mean, he's been hard pressed to win a match. This is like he he is like the impact jobber. He's like the Brooklyn Brawler now. So I got W Morrissey. And I know, the one match that sticks out in the mind. I mean, he made Moose quit. So I, you can say all the losses you want. He was the one that made Moose quit. Right. There you go. Um. Ryan Joy, you need some explaining to do with your new Japan boy, your El Phantasmo. Uh, great match. I guess he has a loaded foot. Uh, that apparently it's not loaded. He claims that uh, I guess he just uses he kicks trees in Vancouver, British Columbia, and that's why he's so strong. And to be clear, I'm, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. Um, what the hell was with that cover? I don't know. Who's he to cross arms and stick his tongue out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. Who the hell is this guy? 
you know, <laughs> the thing about El Phantasmo is he is like a tribute wrestler. So it's not uncommon for when you get towards the end of a match of his that he will go ahead and hit the Styles Clash, One Winged Angel, and something else before he goes for the cover. So it's not surprising to me that he paid tribute there to uh, to Undertaker in that fashion. That was a tribute. He's a tribute Maybe wrestler. This, that's what I said yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how I describe it. <laughs> it was this guy just showed you how devastating his move was. It was like, I'm, my move is so devastating, I don't even have to cover this guy. I can just cross his arms and stick my tongue out. John DeCon, you want to chime in on this? This guy used a purple nurple, and the problem you had was with the cover. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. kitty twister as an offensive move. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, there, goes, there goes El Phantasmo ripping off uh, Carrie Heffernan from King of Queens. But um, <laughs> who the hell? Not there's a line. There is a line, and the Undertaker is on the other side of that line, and you just don't, you just don't do it. Well, maybe anyway. it'll be. El Phantasmo versus The Undertaker at Bound for Glory this year. And maybe. Uh, bring, yeah, exactly. That's, yes. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, Phantasmo won his debut. He actually got thrown into a six-pack, uh, six-way exhibition scramble. Uh, Rohit Raju, AC Ramiro, who just, just has X-Division written all over him. Um, Ace Austin, <laughs> TJP, along with El Phantasmo, and Petey Williams, the Canadian Destroyer, those six are going to go at it on Thursday night. The winner gets the X Division champion, uh, Josh Alexander, in a championship match this Saturday at Under Siege. So uh, I guess it's going to be complicated. Uh, John DeCani, so we have who do you got in the six man, and then who do you got coming out um, on Saturday? You know, I'm this. This would be – if Josh hadn't just won the belt, I would say it would be a lot of fun to see uh, ELP win here and possibly, you know, be the next guy through that forbidden door to take one of the impact belts away. But I think, you know, just just Josh just got his hands on the title, so maybe they do something wacky like Rohit wins in the scramble so Josh can retain at the under siege. Okay, so you're going to take Rohit win the scramble, and then, okay, Josh, I'm going to Rohit. Okay, I like where that goes. Okay, so John Smith. Okay, so it's Rohit versus AC, and who are the other guys? I'm sorry. Ace Austin, AC Romero, Rohit Raju, TJP, El Fantasmo, PD Williams. Now, how awesome would a Josh Alexander versus PD Williams match? Yeah, I'm going PD Williams. But then Josh Alexander wins. Yeah, no points on the line. I want P.D. Williams, Ryan Joy. I'm going to take A.C. Romero, no points on the line. And Josh <laughs> Alexander will win. Might as well. What the hell is A.C. doing in this match? <laughs> Willie Maximoff. No limits. No I limits. Willie Max, Mojo, they were actually, like, they knew how to flip them. They, they were good guys. A.C.? Anyway. Um, now we have the same situation in the with the knockouts championship. Deanna Perrazzo was both uh, approached both by Rosemary and Havoc, and they both won a shot. So De uh, Deanna Perrazzo, being the gracious person uh, and fighting champion that she is, that she'll uh, let them go go to Scott Demore and uh, book the match. Those two next week, and then the winner gets her 
on Saturday. Uh, before she she couldn't find Scott, she tried to leave the building. Scott found her right at the end. Damn it! Uh, so we got uh, everything was booked. Scott the Moore, um, he booked everything. So we have Havoc against Rosemary, and these two absolutely hate each other. Uh, John the Connie, and then the winner. Uh, we'll get Deanna Perrazzo for the Knockouts Championship on Saturday. What do you got going yeah. on here? I know you're a Havoc girl, right? Yeah, I'm really, I'm really I, looking I, forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> this, uh, this setup match here on Thursday. I think Havoc takes it because uh, she, ha- I don't believe she's had her shot at Deanna yet, but I think Deanna still retains on Saturday. Ryan Joy, I believe it is spelled Havoc with a K. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why did I spell it wrong? No, no, not at all. No. Yeah, Havoc with a K. You're right. <laughs> when you said this, Caleb with a K. No, she's in the uh, club. Yes. When you said uh, when you said that the same thing was happening in the knockouts division, I thought you were going to tell me that Larry D was in this match as an upgrade. She wants all the gold, and it started with the knockouts championship. So. Uh, I think I agree. I think Havoc is going to win this, and I think Deanna will retain. I don't believe Havoc has had a title match since Jordan's first run, which is and it was on a a special like this, so it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Then Nevaeh came in and they were doing the tag team thing, but now Nevaeh is gone. They got nothing to do with Havoc. Uh, John Smith, the story with these two and the Sinister Minister and Sue Young, and I believe Havoc hung her from a staircase. Something like these two uh, on a spiritual and physical level just absolutely hate each other. So this is gonna be fun. Yeah, I wasn't around watching back then, but um, I'm happy to see it. You know, coming to a head right now. Um, I got Havoc winning this one because you know Deanna already beat Rosemary. You know, Rosemary had her shot. Yeah, and then obviously I'm going with Deanna also. Jersey strong. Rosemary had her shot at Johnny Bravo. <laughs> oh, too soon, right? Too soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with an agreement there. I got Havoc with a K. She was the one that, you know, she approached her last week and had to stare down, or two weeks ago, excuse me, and had to stare down with Deanna. So, but yeah, no, Deanna's not losing. Nope, not too Havoc. Um, in the remaining qualifying matches, last week on Impact to qualify. For the uh, the six man scramble for the number one contendership for Kenny Omega, uh, Moose defeated James Storm after a spear uh, earlier. Callus approached Moose backstage. Long story short, Moose said he was going to send a message in this match to Kenny Omega, and he decided to put James Storm's leg, uh, you know, in the chair, stomp on it, break his calf, or whatever happened. Uh, message delivered, uh, sent by Moose uh, at Kenny Omega. Trey Miguel, he defeated Rohit Raju with the Hourglass submission. Um, Huge upset here, but like I said last week, Rohit has bigger fish to fry. Bring on Sting. Uh, (laughs) Post-match, Jake came out to confront Rohit from the prior week. Shira intercepted, didn't work, and then Jake got some of Rohit and then Mahibala Shira. So Jake something in Rohit Raju. Uh, that might be something maybe last minute added to Under Siege if Rohit does not win the exhibition scramble on Thursday. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And then Chris Saban, uh, you guys, nobody picked Saban, but uh, that was me. Uh, he got Rhino after Lamahi struck Cradle to advance Under Siege. 
So this is the six-pack challenge. They're actually going to divide them up, faces and heels, uh, for as, I guess, the, the, the pre-match hype. Um, this Thursday on Impact, you're going to have Sammy Callahan, Moose, Chris Bay on one team against Matt Cardona, Trey Miguel, and Chris Sabin um, on the other team. And then they're just going to go right back at it uh, Saturday night um, at Under Siege. They're going to, I don't know if it's going to be elimination, if it's one, uh, one pinfall, I have no idea. But um, as I stated last week, the winner of this match at Under Siege, uh, he will be the one that gets the crack at Steven Seagal. And then if you beat Steven Seagal, uh, you will get your match with Kenny Omega. So with that, nothing, no selling no Steven Seagal. You guys kidding me? <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay, John Smith, you're the one that was laughing. Who do you got winning and being Kenny Omega's first challenger? Uh, it's a tough one. I I got I think I got um the heels winning the the, the tag team match on Thursday. I think Moose is gonna look the strongest in that one, but then he's not gonna win the match on Saturday. I think uh, Trey Miguel takes it. We're gonna see Trey Miguel versus Kenny Omega. Okay, Ryan Joy. I think the faces are actually going to take the match on Thursday. And there's only two people that I care to see wrestle Kenny Omega on a big show. Um, not Paul White, on a bigger show, I mean. Um, and that is that, on Big Show's belly. <laughs> a, a, Sammy Callahan in a Big Show's belly barbed wire match. Yes. Or, or Moose. But I think Moose is a more slammiversary style opponent, and we're kind of a distance from there. So if he's going to have one more defense in between, I'd like to see Sammy Callahan. John McConney. Yes, I agree with Ryan's take that uh, Sammy uh, Sammy called uh, basically confronted Don Callis in the parking lot before Omega even won the title. Said he was coming for it. So I think that's how it'll play out here. I think uh, I don't. Know, it's a coin flip. Let's say that the heels win on Thursday night, but more importantly, I think Sammy comes out of the the six pack. Yeah, here I am thinking I had an original thought too. I got Sammy Callahan as well. I uh, just exactly that, that altercation last week. And like I said, this is it's not a throwaway. Who knows when Sammy's going to get the shot? It might be at uh, against all odds, but I think the the big matches for like a, a hard to kill or rebellion. They're they're big pay per views. Slammiversary's up next in two months. Uh, you, you got you got three guys. It's it's, it's going to be Eddie Edwards. It's going to be Moose, and then hopefully Samoa Joe brings it home. So, uh, might as well just get Sammy out of the way now. You know, there's no reason. You know, and Sammy's going to put on a great match. They, they do some type of, you know, nothing against Trey Miguel. I mean, no, I'm, I'm just curious why you guys think they're going to go heel on heel. I'm, I'm, it has nothing to do with my my pick being Trey Miguel. I just, I don't know why it's go. You, you guys think it's going to be Omega versus Sammy, John? Because impact, <laughs> impact doesn't follow any rules. Yeah, impact's going to take somebody nasty and gritty and willing to break the rules to have a, a chance of taking the belt from Kenya. I think the baby faces are a little too straight line, too you know, not really believable as an opponent. My thought. Um, speaking of Kenny Omega and all this little known facts. 
Uh, did you know that Kenny Omega used to coach high school girls basketball? I think he mentioned that. He mentioned that. So we have this coming up. Uh, we're going to have uh, you know David Finley going against Carl Anderson. That is on the heels of Doc Gallows defeating Juice Robinson last week with a sit-down choke, sma- uh, choke slam. Uh, then again, a post-match beatdown by the Bullet Club. So um, you got to assume Kenny Omega is in this match. you got to assume this is the main event. Uh, you got the Impact World Champion who works for AEW with two Impact wrestlers, and then you have an Impact wrestler with the Impact Tag Champions who work for New Japan. So we have all these champions in that match, and none of them actually work for Impact. So uh, John, uh, John DeConte, excuse me, as our senior Impact correspondent here, uh, who do you got in this one? Uh, I, I I think uh, Carl Anderson tonight, uh, or Thursday night, excuse me, again, I did that, uh, takes on Finley, and if he's got Coach Kenny in his corner, he'll bring it home again, all leading up to then – team impact kind of sort of impact uh the faces taking it at under siege i could see uh finn juice and eddie edwards uh getting a pin on one of the good brothers yeah it looks like kenny omega if he, if he, he wants suicide he's gonna put suicide in the conversation with uh moose and eddie edwards and sam McCallum. so awesome suicide with a k suicide yeah suicide suicide john smith um, I'm just impressed by those couple of drawings of Finn Juice. Those are very lifelike. And yeah, right. Those are those are good. He's getting I draw wrestlers is getting really good. Good job. <laughs> yeah, give me, uh, I don't know. I I want to say whenever there's a chance for Kenny to lose and like no titles on the Ryan line, he should because I think he's going to be winning for so long in the singles. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bull club in this one. I feel like they're gonna take the, the victory here. Ryan Joy, the bull club you have on this on this uh, picture, they're five and one. Uh, the loss was to I'm assuming Moxley and company. Yeah, I don't rem- I don't remember exactly, um, and that record's probably not right. <laughs> so there you go. Um, they have wrestled before though, but I don't know that they won five times. Yeah, um, but it's, it's also it's not this match isn't for the six man championship, so you're good. Okay, well this is the only place we're going to use that graphic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in terms of the Carl Anderson and David Finley match on Thursday, I think Carl Anderson's going to win here, and I think they. I really this is a tough match to pick because I, I think that this could be a setup match to give Eddie Edwards a shot. To, so that you have multiple challengers set up for Omega, but I don't think Omega is eating a pin no matter what. So I'm going to give the I'm going to give it to Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards today, and somehow that works into uh, a match with Penny and Eddie somewhere down the line. And I might change my mind by Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kenny. I'm going to go with Eddie Edwards. Excuse me, Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice as well. Um, Eddie's Eddie's got to have his match with Kenny. It's it's, it's we I've been saying it or someone whoever's been saying it, once he's going like, okay he's going to get the belt who's going to get it back. Eddie was going to be the first in line for that. So Eddie needs some steam built up here so uh, Kenny Omega can drop him with a one winged one winged angel um, at a pretty decent show. Hopefully maybe like a slam anniversary. Um, you know give Eddie his chance. 
So uh, that will do it for Impact and Under Siege. Switching gears to last Friday night, we are going to lay the SmackDown. It was a throwback edition of SmackDown. Uh, Fox was actually doing a throwback week. We actually watched uh, my beautiful bride and I. Uh, her Mother's Day request was to watch the NASCARing race. Uh, it was throwback day with them. and all the, the, the old designs on the cars and stuff. So it was something that Fox did. It wasn't something that uh, WWE thought of. Um, and apparently didn't think through all too well. Because a lot of the graphics and stuff they had were very old. You know, SmackDown's not uh, that old. <laughs> it was like 1999, I believe it came in. Um, and they showed a highlight. Uh, one of my favorite moments in wrestling history, the first highlight of the night, was from the very first SmackDown when our brand new first-time WWF champion, Triple H, got his first ever title defense against The Rock thanks to uh, a kick in the face by his best friend, Shawn Michaels. So that uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, for Hunter's first ever title defense, three days after he won it, too. He won it on Raw the, uh, the week before. And Rock was on commentary complaining who was booking this crap. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, then, John the Colony, we had a 10-person tag team match, a 10-man tag. Here goes SmackDown ripping off AEW. Uh, I was, uh, as Ryan and I talked about yesterday on the Daily Wrestling News Show, you could put Every outcome on a list, you know, this guy pinned this guy or this guy pinned – the outcome of this match probably would have been the last one on my list. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's uh, that's a pretty fair assessment. So you had, uh, you had Corbin, you had Sami Zayn, you had Apollo Crews and uh, Team Alpha on one side. You had the Street Profits, Nakamura, Owens, and Big E on the other side. And, you know, we got almost 11 minutes of these guys, you know, beating each other up inside and outside the ring. And it broke down to the point where the majority of the 10 men were on the floor brawling outside the ring. Uh, Corbin makes a blind tag. Uh, Nakamura hits a Kinshasa on Sammy, but Corbin's the legal man. So he sneaks in and grabs Nakamura, delivers the end of days for the win, and the heels take the day. Yeah, and of all the stars, I would say that, not that Corbin and whatever, and Nakamura are stars, but like all the feuds that are going on right now. Yeah. Between the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy, and then Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and Big E and Kevin Owens, and Big E and, and, and Apollo Crew, Baron Corbin pins Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, oh, that was a very there you go, SmackDown ripping off Impact. Like that was freaking <laughs> random. Like, that was, um, at least it ended a roll up. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, a match, another match that didn't end up in a roll of Brian Joy. That's actually it was a very good chain wrestling ending to Carmella and Ruby Riot. I, I applauded this match. Yeah, two minutes, 18 seconds. This went Carmella won with uh, I don't know what her move's called, but it's like a leg lock choke. Anybody got the name of the move? The code of silence. There you go. There you go. I, I thought the Carmella uh character where she's doing the puppet tricks in the back before the curtain falls thing, I thought that was over. When she tamed up with Billy Kay, I guess it's back now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so uh, yeah. anyway, Carmella got the win over Ruby Riot. Two minutes, eighteen seconds. The code of silence. So okay, and then uh, the big match. Uh, this is my third ripping off joke in the same segment. Here we go. The women's tag team championship ripping off the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, so a match that apparently is just not good enough for the pay per view on Sunday. Uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships will be on the line. This is a WrestleMania Backlash-ish uh, 
uh, special edition, right? It was that was the WrestleMania special edition was the Friday before. Um, so yeah. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler they're going to be defending against. Oh, and too much into what happened on Raw, but. Something is happening with Shayna. You know, we'll just get right into it right now before there was a six-woman tag team match last night on Raw. Alexa Bliss came out, set up her playground at the top of the stage, said she's out there because Lily's looking at someone. She wants someone. And it appears that person is Shayna Baszler because Shayna Baszler's leg just happened to give out on her, like not even being touched. And then she fell out before Asuka hit her with the Shining Wizard for the win. So Shayna has this higher power uh, gunning for her, John Smith. Um, I think the tag titles are in trouble. You know, if it was if this was on the pay per view, I would think I would think so. But is, is she going to be making her way to SmackDown to to be? Or, I, 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 oh, know, yeah, I, on, I know they do a lot that? of traffic. Are they in the same city, the same city this week? No, yeah. I understand that, but it's show crossover they don't normally do. Um, yeah, I know. They haven't done their one-fifth uh, quarterly jump over wild card. And I, 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 she might pop up on the Titantron, honestly. That's what Alexa like. Bliss is supernatural. She can do what she wants. Exactly. Yeah, no, I know. It's You know, th- this isn't for points. I'm going with the champs, though, even though, like, you know, I, I've always bet against them recently, and they've just been proving me wrong. So I'm not going to bet against them anymore. I'm going with the champs. All right, John Connie. Uh, you know, I'll I'll take the same stance I took here for the uh, the women's tag title match on NXT. I've bet on you know I've bet against Nia and Shayna so many times and been wrong. What the hell? What's one more time? Give me uh, Nia and Tamina. I'm calling new champs, Ry. I don't know about you. What do you got? Oh, so if I want I want to address your Alexa Bliss thing because often oh, when the fiend. And Alexa Bliss throw up the the dark mark or whatever, and go after the the people. Usually, it's not a recruitment mission, but I think there'd be nothing better than recruiting Shayna Baszler into this like nasty fiendish type of world. I think that'd be disgusting. <laughs> It'd be great. She already bites people, so let's go with that. <laughs> I forgot okay. about that. As for the actual wow. match on Friday, as for the actual match on Friday, I think. Uh, you know, this is an actual WrestleMania match that couldn't be, uh, couldn't be put on WrestleMania Backlash. Um, but I'll I'll go with uh, I think we're gonna get a new t- new chance. I do. I think I think that the act is maybe getting a little stale, and they already setting something up for Shayna. So let's go, new chance. Yeah, she's got she's already got a next step going forward. So, and then you know Nia can go on with Reggie. Uh, is it Reggie actually had a match with Tamina last Friday on SmackDown? Uh, Tamina won by disqualification after uh, Nia and Shayna just jumped in the match, sort of beating the crap out of him. Um, so yeah, so we will officially put the bow on SmackDown and jump it right to Raw. Ryan, I'm sorry, what's up? If Larry D can wrestle for the Knockouts Championship, then Reggie can wrestle for the oh, yeah. women's tag title. Oh, Smackdown. I guarantee Reggie and Bianca Belair are going to have a women's ta- SmackDown women's tag team <laughs> yeah, championship match. Excuse me. Going to have something. John DeConi, I kind of stole your thunder. Do you have your notes on you with the eight man tag with uh, Randy? Actually, no, forget about it. Never mind. Randy Orton won uh, an eight man tag with an RKO on Elias. Uh, and then he arcade over the new day because Randy is gonna Randy now. John Smith, how are Randy and Riddle ever gonna have friends if Randy keeps doing this? 
<laughs> There's, it gets better every week. This this RK bro thing. He's dancing to the music now. He's singing the music. I I can't get enough of it. And you know, just keep it how it is. It's 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 Randy Orton. Get off my lawn. You know, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's like the old man now. I love it. And then Riz. <laughs> Randy, you point lag me saying Randy's Randy's gonna be Randy, you know. He's that guy. Yeah, they should have freeze framed him like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um Ryan, we actually had another random referee stoppage, uh, not just in the UK, but we got one last night on Raw as well. Yeah, Seamus invited Umberto Carrillo to come to the ring and have his beating. And they went about nine minutes, and in fact, Umberto Carrillo did get beat up a little bit, but it was in fact Umberto doing an offensive maneuver on Sheamus that led to a referee stop when Sheamus, he did a sunset flip to the floor, and Sheamus landed on his leg, and uh, it, you know, it, it looked kind of bad, but it was confirmed pretty bad when the referee got down, checked things out, talked to Umberto, threw up the X, and that was the end of the match. So hopefully this is to be continued. I kind of like the fact that they're bringing in the Umberto Carrillos and the Drew Gulak and the Angel Garzas, and they're they're actually doing something with them. So I'm hoping we get back to this. Yeah, uh, I think I saw something online today, and I know the, the internet, this is how rumors get started, but I, I, I'm hearing that he's okay. I, I mean, yeah. He's not going to miss any time. Uh, I guess maybe it was just a stinger when it happened, but I, I'm hearing that he's fine and he'll be back to get a you know, bro kick next week. So cool. Yeah, I got double confirmation on that. Yep. Uh, Shelton Benjamin. All right, so the, the Hurt Business finally exploded last night. Shelton Benjamin. Yo, yo. Shelton got his old music back. I mean, it's not Ain't No Stopping Me Now, but this new music, John and I popped for last night. We're big fans of the new Shelton Benjamin music when he was with Alpha Academy, with, I mean, with Chad Gable, uh, the Alpha, whatever. But, uh, yeah, Shelton got his music, and he got the win. He beat Cedric Alexander. Uh, with the Tebow slam finisher that he used. I, I probably haven't seen that in 15 years. He hasn't gotten a win with that, but he got the Tebow suplex uh, slam for the win against uh, Cedric Alexander. Did that come through? Did everybody hear that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought some of the barrels were about to fall on you. Yeah, there's been stories that this this uh, my my occupation, my, my, my place of work has ghosts. So uh, I think that was one of them right there. Um, but yeah, so Shelton got the win on Cedric, and then uh, same with Angel Garza. Angel Garza now promised to shove a rose, a rose down Drew Gulak's throat. So we already delivered on one promise. Let's see if he does another one. But John Smith, um, I had a question for you. Uh, we didn't really discuss this last week, but if a wrestler returns on the main event and no one's watching that show, does it really happen? Uh, no, it's like if, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around to hear it, it does not make a sound, you know? Okay, but then we got him <laughs> back last night. We got a, we got a, we got a former WWE champion back, and he has some friends. Um, by my name, uh, by my uh, count, uh, his new friends are named Veer, I guess, just like uh, Captain Marvel. Carol, you know, I guess maybe they only found the back half of his name tag. So it's just Veer. And then uh, the other one's name is Shanky, which, of course, is short for Shankerchief. <laughs> right? We're going to have to start making up names for them every week like we did with Retribution now that there's no more Retribution. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Veer and Shanky, one half of Indus Share, plus some guy that we saw on the you know Superstar special a few months ago. Um, both Indian guys, both uh, huge. One, I mean, one guy – the. 
the shorter guy isn't tall, but he's he's a big imposing man. But um, you know, Ginger and Jeff, they went about you know probably like seven eight minutes. There was a commercial break in there. You know, it wasn't it was your typical Monday Night Raw match, other than the fact that there was a returning man involved. And um, Ginger hit the Coloss for the victory, clean win. I figured they would have the new guys get involved, but they didn't do its thing. They didn't even attack after the match, which Jeff Hardy's always good to get beat up after a match. So, no, I was surprised about that. Maybe they're, uh, I guess, you know, that would lead into a feud with Jeff, though. And maybe that's not what they're doing with Ginger. Maybe that's not the plan. I don't know what the plan is going to be, but I'm just happy to see him back. He's, his, you know, WWE title reign was so underrated, in my opinion. I'm happy he's back. Good. Um, I don't know if anyone's checked on the Singh brothers, if they're upset by this whole thing that Ginger's got new friends. But we are going to go forward. Everything else that happened on Raw and SmackDown is leaking into WrestleMania Backlash. Here are the standings going in. Uh, these are last year's standings. Uh, Ryan Joy is our reigning WWE champion. Uh, he had four, uh, 601, 56 wins last year with one perfect pay-per-view. And uh, we all fell. We were all way behind him on that. He had a 41-point 40, win. Look at that. Scoring for Backlash as uh, your standard 5-3-1, uh, perfect pay-per-view. That is not a 50-point bonus. I forgot to take out that zero. My fault. Uh, it is only a five-point bonus. And we are going to get into our first match right now uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bailey took us down memory lane uh, with mentioning some of the greatest women's champions of all time. Uh, then Bianca came out, and so Bailey whooped up on her, and here we are. So, uh, John Smith, who do you like in this one? Is this Bianca's first title defense? I believe it is. Yeah, I believe it is, and even if it wasn't, I got Bianca winning it. She's going to be champ for a little while, I think. All right, John DeCani. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is uh, – I've used this phrase before, but I think this is a resume builder. She's beaten Sasha, now she gets to beat Bailey, and, uh, you know, this is supposed to – this is meant to trick us into thinking she was ready to become champion, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Joy, uh, oh, that's yeah. Speaking of those two, officially gone one year without Beck, so you know I don't think anything's holding Becky Lynch back on on Raw. I think she can kind of go wherever she wants right now. It's be interesting to see if she goes to SmackDown to get that title back. She's had that before. Uh, Ryan Joy, this is not the first time. Obviously, ba Bianca pretty much owned Bailey uh, going into the Royal Rumble, going into WrestleMania, so. Uh, you think Bailey has got a chance, a chance to redeem herself here? No, I don't think so. I think, like these guys have mentioned, I think Bianca Belair is going to take it here. Um, I don't know. Down the road, maybe the Money in the Bank winner is the one who takes it off, Bianca. Okay. Um, yeah, I got Bianca as well. Absolutely zero reason to bet against her right now. Um, on SmackDown last week, Dominic Mysterio uh, with a win over Dolph Ziggler with the Raw roll-up. Um, that leads us to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Um, Ziggler and Rude, uh, they won a fatal four-way on the WrestleMania special the Friday before WrestleMania. Mysterios were in that match. Um, this is going to be uh, possibly historic, Ryan Joy. Father-son combination as tag team champions. It's never been done before. The Griffiths hit back-to-back -back home runs, but never in the WWE. No, no home runs ever hit in the WWE, I don't think. 
on record. I don't know. Um, the, I don't think the Street Profits and the War Raiders got to that part of their uh, their well, gaming. Right. right. Uh, I'm, I'm going for for yeah. I'm going to pick the I'm going to pick the father son duo. I think they're going to get it done. I would. It, it, the only thing that's conflicted about that is the fact they should have done it at WrestleMania. John Smith, I do believe Mr. Perfect hit a home run. Oh yeah. yes, yes. He's got the only home run in in history. I don't know. Did he go and catch it? Then wouldn't that been a pop out? <laughs> no, because it was a home no, run. That was the football. No, the football. He passed and he caught it. I know, I know. Yeah, he also shot a hockey puck and made the save. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's cool. not true. Everything. Um, this, yeah. I, Unless they're going to save it for SummerSlam, so it's on like a bigger stage, it doesn't make sense for them to not win. They've been the Mysterios have been b- built up for this for a while now, like, and they've been, even been talking about how there's never been a father son champion. So I got the Mysterios winning this one. All right, John McConaughey. Yeah, I think this is your uh, feel good moment of the of the evening. Uh, I think Vince just can't help himself. You know, no offense to Dom, but he's. You know, certainly not necessarily ready for this, but it's just too good to not happen. All right, I'm taking the Dirty Dogs. I'll be on the island on this one. I don't, I don't like, the, I don't like betting against them. They're the veterans right now. Maybe they can do something as a team uh, to strategize and uh, kind of uh, corner and focus on Dominic and his inexperience and get the win here. So I will go with the Dirty Dogs. Uh, Damien Priest defeated John Morrison. Um, which allowed uh, Damien Priest to select the stipulation for his match at WrestleMania Backlash against The Miz. Uh, Damien Priest has selected a Lumberjack match to keep the outside interference away, so this would just be a one-on-one contest. John DeConi. You going to get Damien Priest a shot here? I, I do not miss Bad Bunny, but uh, I think uh, Damian Priest takes this one. I think he. Oh, uh, you're giving Priest. You're giving Priest a chance here. Wow. Okay, Brian Joy. Damian Priest, no chance. Wow, really? I know, you're gonna put me on the island, aren't you, John Smith? Of course. And which one of you trolls wrote "I miss Bad Bunny" on that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those those graphics and statistics are presented by <laughs> Belltime.com. <laughs> All right, I'm not betting against the Miz, so uh, he's going to find the way to get it done. Uh, Sonya Deville booked an idea that was given to her that she really liked um, after the uh, six woman tag match that we or, that we talked about earlier with Shayna Baszler. Uh, her leg uh, came out from under her for no reason whatsoever. Uh, Lily made her do it. Um, so she booked uh, Rhea Ripley versus Oscar. Uh, Rhea really didn't want it. That it was like, this is a uh, Charlotte ploy. We didn't want to. I don't want to do. I don't want us to tear each other apart. That's gonna give Charlotte the advantage. Charlotte, I don't even think was tagged into that match at the beginning of the show. To be honest, with you. I don't remember her in that match at all. Uh, I think she got a kick on Oscar post match, but other than that, but Oscar, uh, she's still pissed for Mania. She was ready for Rhea, but not really because Rhea got the rip tied for the win. So that takes us to the triple threat match. Between our uh, defending champion Rhea Ripley and their two challengers, Charlotte Flair and Oscar. John Smith, you're an Oscar aficionado. Who do you got? Yeah, I love Oscar, but she's not going to win this. I, I got the champ retaining on this one, too. 
Okay, John the Connie. Oh, I'm really conflicted with this one because the way uh, Sonia is basically giving Charlotte everything she wants, I I almost have a sneaking suspicion she's going to take this. So, yeah, the hell with it. Uh, I'll, I'll take a shot here. Give me Charlotte. Ryan Joy. And with John DeCani, I think Charlotte is a heat-seeking missile, and she's going to take this belt and take everybody off. All right, James Mueller chiming in. She's got uh, James has got Rhea Ripley. Charlotte's gotten way too many opportunities. James, I'm sorry, you are incorrect. Charlotte, Charlotte. is the opportunity. You're not looking. This is so. Uh, with that, uh, John DeCani, I'm going to go with you. Uh, Sonia is going to make it happen physically. I believe Sonya will get involved in this match physically. I believe Sonya will make it as no disqualification. She can just hop right in and start helping Charlotte beat the crap out of both Rhea and Asuka. So I am going to go with Charlotte Flair with help of Jersey Strong just so she can get fired from this position and we can get Sonya back in the ring. Yes, please. John yeah. Smith to make up some ground here. Got a couple of picks that are outside of the, uh, the rest of us. Yeah. Trey Miguel. Yeah. Trey Miguel and Rhea Ripley. Okay, so we have a, a huge story that started on SmackDown. Uh, they did a 10-bell salute for the career of Daniel Bryan, uh, that being Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and Jey Uso. And then here comes Jimmy. And uh, long story short, it's a, the, the whole thing, and then Cesaro fought Rollins, and, and Rollins superkicked Jay or pushed Jay, which made Jimmy want to superkick Rollins. The, Roman Reigns has a mess to clean up right now, and because Cesaro defeated Seth Rollins in that match due to a super kick by Jimmy Uso, now Roman has to clean up Jimmy's mess. Now this is Jimmy's fault, and that was the whole the uh, the, the the theme for the the rest of the episode is that Jimmy needs to fall in line. So uh, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, we've been talking a lot backstage, whether it be uh, via text message or in person or whatever. There's a lot that they can do with Jimmy Uso um, now that he's back. Uh, but I guess it's not about him, I guess, as we're talking right now, because it's about the Universal Championship, and it's about Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. And more importantly, it's about Cesaro finally getting the championship match that we've all been pushing for him to get. And honestly, he's got a 0% chance of winning. I, I, zero. Absolute zero percent chance of winning. Somebody say something different, Jonathan. I wish I could. I really wish I could, but I don't see it. I think the head of the table remains strong. Brian Joy. Well, you know, Cesaro is seven and one. The one belongs to Daniel Bryan. So now does that really kind of make him undefeated on the year? But given stats aside, Roman Reigns is also undefeated. Um, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns because he's going to dominate him. Short match. All right. John Smith. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns wins. It's just I hope Cesaro can show that he can go with a main event kind of big, like guy, you know, not just Seth Rollins. You know, that's whatever. Like he needs to show that he could go with a Roman Reigns. So then they can move him over to Raw and then give him have him beat Bobby Lashley maybe eventually or something. 
Um, I got Cesaro coming oh so close to the point where we think it's going to happen. Here comes Jay Uso. The referee's like, no, 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 you can't go in here. And then Jimmy sneaks back in. Super kick onto Cesaro. Uh, and Jimmy will fall in line right away. So that's where I'm going with that. And then the last match of the night uh, that we have right now, we only have six matches booked. Who knows if they're going to ask any more, book any more. Um, MVP had a business proposal for Braun Strowman um, that Braun really didn't want to listen to in the beginning. But then MVP said the words I think Braun has always wanted to hear. Now, Braun, you're a smart man. <sighs> okay, I'll listen. <laughs> so that's, that was a whole few MVPs just buttered up Braun you're a smart man so this is what we'll do so he proposed a business proposal to take out Drew McIntyre so that would be a one on one contest at Wrestlemania Backlash uh, Braun kind of I guess he did it he outsmarted them uh, because he ended up uh, jumping in the match between Lashley and McIntyre I guess McIntyre technically wins by disqualification but uh Braun threw out five power slams between the two of them, and uh, he walked out uh, the monster. And I believe the exact quote that he had, uh, he's his own man, he stands alone. Maybe I paraphrased that. But here is your WWE championship match, Ryan Joy. I think I have yeah. Lashley, Lashley retaining here. Um, and I don't think they have anybody ready to challenge him next. So we're probably going to end up seeing this repeated again. Okay, John Connie. Oh, you know, I'm itching to take Drew McIntyre here because I know he has said he can't wait to work with his buddy, uh, the recently returning Jinder Mahal. Mm, am I going to do it? Yeah, what the hell? Give me Drew McIntyre taking the title here. All right. John Smith, uh, we were trying, we were trying, we were having a small argument last night over Bobby Lashley and his title reign and whatever. You know, I kind of feel like he got the WrestleMania hurdle out of the way, so I think like he can lose, maybe he can possibly lose this match, and still can say that he had a successful championship run because he did something that very, very few champions, let alone heel champions, have ever done. And that's, you know, defend the title of WrestleMania. John, John you want to keep going, though, so uh, explain yeah, your side. Well, I mean, I, I would agree if this was 2008 or something, but it took him so long to get to the title. I think he needs to have it for a long time before he before he loses it. So I, I, I got Bobby Lashley winning this one, and maybe he might even stack him up like Roman. Ooh, very nice. Ryan Joy. I'm still going with Bobby Lashley on this, um, same as I did the first time I asked. <laughs> oh, really did I'm sorry. I, I thought, did you get everybody? I thought. <laughs> need a cup of coffee, my he friend. Quickly. Yeah, he went quick. I got my coffee. I got my coffee. Coffee McCurig. All right. I got uh, – I'm going to go Bobby Lashley as well. Um, John Smith convinced me last night. So I think just get, get him to SummerSlam. That's the next hurdle. You know, let, let him get to SummerSlam and then see what happens there. Um, so that will do it for WrestleMania Backlash. So um, we're just going to run down some things. We have a question for all of you um, after we do this. I'm, you know, Here goes the Essential Wrestling Podcast ripping off the Daily Wrestling News Show. Uh, we're going to have a small little discussion um, after the, uh, the promotion. So stay tuned. Um, I will get to this quick. We're getting fewer and fewer of these, so I'm getting right through these quick. Uh, the, oh, let me get the, get the official. 
There you go. I'll make uh, producer Joe happy. The primetime rundown powered by StreamYard with Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca is now airing at 6 p.m. on Friday nights as they take you through the wild world of sports right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. I'm sure they're probably going to be doing a Stanley Cup playoff preview, so make sure you tune in on Friday night. I know I will be. For more information, please go to theeasternobserver.com. As mentioned, the Daily Wrestling News Show is on Monday through Thursday, sometimes Fridays, at 10 a.m. And get your morning cup of joy with Ryan and his band of merry co-hosts, also right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. The Body Slam Brigade newsletter, now over 4,200 subscribers received the weekly column. Uh, make sure you go to minutes2belltime.com to subscribe. The Body Slam Brigade by Ryan for you for free. Make sure you go to all of these music platforms, Deezer, YouTube Music, Pandora, Spotify, and get the Black Cats NYC, their new album, Free Cake. Play loud. And then uh, the matches that we've been picking for and the standings you have seen uh, you can join in on the fun with us in the Essential Wrestling Podcast public pool at ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Uh, you can also start a private pool with your friends and have nobody else bother you. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a new season. Yes, it is. And please go to ProWrestlingPick'em.com to make your picks for both shows this weekend. Or if you just want WWE, you can just do that. If you just want Impact, you can do that. AEW, uh, you can segregate it all you like. And then join us back here next week for the Essential Wrestling Podcast, episode 54, always at 6 p.m., always on all of these Eastern Observer and I-95 sports platforms. Gentlemen, so this weekend is WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, next pay-per-view, we can assume... Where is the... There we go. The next pay-per-view, we can only assume is money in the bank which means the qualifiers are going to be starting on monday uh so early early way too early money in the bank predictions i'm gonna do ryan joy last just because i don't want him to repeat himself john smith <laughs> okay um my first thought was Baron Corbin, but he did win it already. I think he's more ready for it now, and I think he, his gimmick needs a refresh. But um, other than him, I like. Oh, I would like also to see Jinder Mahal win it. You know that that could that that could make him. You know, give him something interesting without having to put a belt on him. You know. All right, then that might you know that might you know pair nicely if McIntyre ever does get the the belt back, right? John the Connie. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of. I'm thinking maybe uh, a big E, but uh, someone I could see them really having. Someone who I'm, I'm pretty sure will be in it. I'm not 100 percent sure who win it, but uh, why not Damian Priest? Yeah. Mm. Ryan Joy. Oh, I really like that that idea. I mean, but the smart money is on Angel Garza. Like I said before the show started, Angel Garza is probably the guy who's going to win. But um, 
here here's a here's my thought though is that Drew McIntyre doesn't win this weekend, and I think he wins Money in the Bank on the men's side. On the women's side, I think maybe this is time for Becky Lynch to return. Okay, yeah, John and John, yeah, the, the women have a match too, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, I, I tried to think about that, but. It, it's always so random in the women's division. They're never you never know who they're pushing next. You know, it's everybody's just like in the locker room and then all of a sudden they're getting catapulted towards the main event, you know. John the county. And with that in mind, uh, my women's pick will be whether she stick with the name or not, reckoning. Why not? Oh, nice. Uh James Wheeler is maybe Seth Rollins. He's asking for Cesaro. Uh, I believe I'm sorry, you guys are all incorrect on the women's on the men's side. Uh, the Miz will be winning it again. He is going to be the first ever person to cash in successfully three times. No, 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 no. And the winner on the women's side, you guys are just so dumb, so dumb. We didn't mention her name the whole entire time. Eva Marie, of course, is going to win the women's money in the bank match. All red, everything. I cannot wait. For this. It's going to be the greatest money in the bank of all time. The Miz and Eva Marie winning each money in the bank, respectively. It's going to be phenomenal. Maybe so, what's that? Maybe Alexa Bliss. I, would Lily make her do that? I don't know. I think she's more about hurting people right now than championship. Well, Lily might just appear at the top of the ladder, and she's going to have to go save her. That's possible. All right, so that will do it for our show today. Thank you so much for watching. I know Alexa Bliss, we love you. Uh, you always come up. I know you, maybe we do need time to change this picture. She's getting kind of freaky. I guess maybe Lily should make us do that. Uh, Tegan, sometimes what are we doing here? <laughs> Let's go. John the Connie, take it home. Taking us home. Thanks for joining us. And as always, we wish you the best in all your future endeavors. There you go. Under siege. <laughs> oh.